and boom goes the dynamite. It's Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for another brand new episode of The Boom. And we had a big week, Kevin. We had a big week. The Forbidden Door has not only been opened, we can now purchase it live on pay-per-view coming up June 26th in the United Center in Chicago. I'm assuming AEW versus New Japan, but it's definitely an AEW New Japan crossover show. Yeah, it, it, they didn't even say AEW versus New Japan in anything. No. So it could and that's just something, be a mix. Yeah, and that's something I'm really interested in is is we could get we could get mixed matches. You know, we could see AEW stars teaming with New Japan stars. We could potentially just get some some New Japan matches. Anything is possible right now. And I saw a lot of people were disappointed with this announcement. This is the announcement. I think I said last week, this is the announcement I expected. Yeah. It's the announcement I wanted. And the reason I don't think this is overblown is ever since there, ever since the creation of the term the forbidden door, I and all my friends have been mm-hmm. we have talked every week for two or three years. Right. This has been your ab- deepest wish. Yes, about an AEW New Japan super show. Yeah. And now we're gonna get it. And clearly we couldn't get it because of COVID. And um, now COVID is long in the past. That's right. <laughs> and um, and we're just we're just all in. Um, I'm super excited about it, man. What 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 was your first take on this when you heard? I yeah, I think it's I think we felt there were a couple of reports that this would be it. So it was one of those things that like, um, you know, I, I kind of was expect. I wouldn't say I was expecting it, but yeah. you know, when when they said it, it was just like, wow, I can't believe it's actually happening. I I, I kind of love the name Forbidden Door. I love that. Yeah. you know, with like blood and guts, he's like Tony's good at like snatching those little phrases and turning yeah. them into shows. They're great. Um, so I think that's fun. I'm really confused by. I don't know if you are how familiar you are with Doctor Who. Yeah, we got this on Doctor Who. Like. This Forbidden Door, the logo for the Forbidden Door is almost identical to the like the the Doctor Who logo of a few years back. It's almost identical, which makes oh, me wow. hope I'll also be getting my wrestling dream of people being able to walk through the gate from any time, any point in time or space. Wow. That would be phenomenal. Um, No, I yeah, I'm super excited about this. This is everything I've been wanting. Now it just comes down to how how is it going to happen? But before we get into the breakdown of what we would like to see, what the people of Fight Game Media want to see, what do you think Tony Khan is making too many huge announcements that there'll be a huge announcement? Do you think <laughs> he should just start? Do you think he should just announce and make an announcement out of the blue on Dynamite? Because I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if if this helps if it helps viewership anymore mm-hmm. to announce a huge announcement. Yeah, I didn't look at the ratings this week to see if it had any difference. They weren't terrible, but they were down. They were like nine thirty, I think. Yeah, there was a a lot of basketball competition, but yeah, um, you know, I, you know, the way the WWE does it, they leak it, you know, where they send out a press release or they get a media partner to release it. Yeah, and then then that way on the TV show they'll say, "Hey, it's all over the news. This is what happened." You know. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the old school way of doing it, of like having a big announcement. I do think you should reserve it for stuff like this instead of, yeah, you know, like this to me, that's worthy of, hey, there's going to be a big announcement tonight. Tune in. I didn't like the way they did the announcement. 
I thought it was kind of dumb. It was dumb in that Tony Khan comes out. He he goes full geek for like 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> then he brings out the New Japan spokesperson. Yes. He's very dignified and not geeky at all. Yes. Very dignified. And then then we just get Jay White. And like it's just they keep ha- kept handing off the baton right. from person to person to person to person before we really got anything out of anybody until finally Adam Cole drove it home. Yeah. I think I, I would have liked to have seen them just come out and have Tony maybe do Tony Shavani do the announcement. Yeah. Know, like bring them out. Have them together, yeah. have Tony announce the um, the event, and then maybe they can still bring out Adam Cole, and you know he can yeah. come out and as the AW representative, and then he brings out Jay White, and it looks like they're going to square off, but then they yeah. shake hands and they're like, "We're yeah. taking over the whole thing," you know. There, there's just a way to do that that has a little pomp and circumstance, and isn't just like makes the president of New Japan look dumb for yeah. you know getting cut off by a pre-recorded video. <laughs> Also, there's a lot of ways you could have made it special. You could have had Kenny Omega's first appearance mm-hmm. in forever with all, with his full body cast on. <laughs> I'm assuming he Weed has to have there. at this point. Yeah. Um, but either way, they, they did an okay job. They didn't knock it out of the park. I don't have too much of a problem with it. Again, this, no, was, it's not a big this deal. felt like a big announcement. Um, yeah, it did. It did. And, of course, that's going to probably move their pay-per-view schedule around a little. And I also really like the idea of this potential for this to be a yearly pay-per-view event mm-hmm. yearly a big deal um yeah it fits in well on the japanese calendar because it's right yeah. before g1 but it's after their big uh what's it don't don't it's perfect pronounce it I, yeah. I think that's the way and i think the super juniors are going to be going on while it's happening so it's kind of like a good time to bring some heavyweights over and yeah. have a big show stateside and that's what we need we need a big show we need the heavyweights we need okada Okada has to be a part of this. Um, I'm really hope Kenny Omega can be back from this. Dave Meltzer says he got his hernia surgery and his shoulder surgery. I could be a little off on that done last month. So March and eight to 10 weeks recovery. Seems like he could probably be back for this. That would be great. Yeah. Um, Also would would love for Ibushi to be back from this. I I think Ibushi's still out, but um, still out as far as we know. But like, I think he got injured in October, and it wasn't supposed to be a long rehab. Um, yeah, just hope we get a full card. And, and I hope we get a full card of a lot of the people we want to see. Mm-hmm. That's a question we opened up for the people of Fight Game Media. But before we get into that, what are some matches, Kevin, that you want to see? Uh, this this Someone in the group suggested this, but um, I, I to me, the match I want, most want to see is Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr., Mm-hmm. In the winner of the uh, category, whoever w- gets the category of best technical wrestler, I would love to yeah. like Dave Meltzer put up in the oh, category as a, as a stake, as a trophy. Oh, that would be awesome. Um, but any combination of that singles match or uh, Moxley and Danielson versus uh, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. or uh, all three of uh, Blackpool Combat Club against... Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr., and Suzuki. I, I would be down for any one of those combinations. It feels like to get the dream matchups we want, Blackpool Combat Club would have to would almost certainly need to be split up for this show. Mm-hmm. But there's also the argument you want multiple tag matches right. so that a Wheeler Yuta could get pinned instead of a Moxley or a Danielson. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how they handle that. Um, 
my dream matchup for this one, number one, I think uh, Kenta versus um, CM Punk just makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't. Kenta sure I don't, wants it. Yeah, Kenta has been trying to get it for so long. Um, but I want to see, and like I've got an idea for a build for it, but it doesn't need an idea for a build. I want to see FTR versus the Golden Lovers. I want oh, to man. see Kenny Omega and Ibushi against the best tag team in the world. That could be could be a seven star match, Kevin. That'd be amazing if it were in the Tokyo Dome. If it were, yeah, six and a half six, here. Six and a half here, exactly. Six and a half domestic. <laughs> uh, but those are my main two. Like a lot of people are wanting Yano Danielson, and I kind of. No, sorry, not Yano Danielson. A lot of people want Yano Danhausen or Yano Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. I kind of side with with the person that said in the chat on um on the on the Fight Game Media Facebook group. You want them against straight men. You want Danhausen against a straight guy. You want mm-hmm. Yano against a straight guy. Um, I really don't. Now, look, if you put them together, I'll be in hog heaven. I'll love it. But I, I like the idea of putting them against serious people mm-hmm. and having their nonsense really shine through um, off of the off, off the straight man, basically. Yeah. Well, if you bring Yano over, you probably won't put him in a singles. Yeah. So you could see like seems like an eight. Yeah. Ishii, yeah, maybe a six man or eight man tag, yeah. early in the card. You've got like you've got like some heavy hitters, Ishii and um, you know, some of their chaos people against some combination of I don't know, best friends or some you know, chaos versus chaos. Oh my uh, god, just nothing but chaos. Yeah. By the by the way, um one of the questions I came here wanting to ask, but I think you may have some information on this ahead of time, is I was genuinely curious if stardom was going to be a part of this card, because I can't imagine again in 2022 having a pay-per-view without women on it and without Mm -hmm. stardom, that makes, makes it difficult. Um, So you're saying stardom's probably not going to be part of this. The only report about it that I saw was that they're not currently planned to be a part. Okay. It doesn't mean it can't change or, you know, whatever, but it does seem like they sort of operate as two different companies a little bit. So, right. Um, yeah, but I agree. Like, I don't think they can really get away with doing a show without any women's matches on it. You either have to make a separate deal with Stardom or take the Yoshi women that you have mm-hmm. and input them in as just the Japanese side of the card. But my God, dude, I would love to see the opportunity to see Kyrie Sane versus oh whoever, Brit, Kyrie versus yeah. Brit. My God. Right. Yeah, Brit Baker versus Julia. I mean, there's so many. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I don't even you, know Stardom that well. I just know no, a little bit. I really, I like. I know Stardom. I know the women are great. I've watched mm-hmm. a lot of highlight videos, and but I know that Kyrie is supposedly headed back there. May it may have already made her debut. Yeah, she has. And that's a, that's a dream to me. Of course, I always wanted her in AEW. Yeah. And to get her against all these women who we've never seen her against and may never get a chance to see her against again, that's just a dream scenario. Mm-hmm. I hope doesn't slip away. Hmm. So. What um, what are some of the matches that uh, the fight game media group threw out that you're you're kind of interested in? What are some ideas? Uh, let's see here. There's some really interesting ones. Um, Jeremy Finestone suggests Darby versus Hiromu. Darby Allen like, versus Hiromu. I like that a lot. Junior, yeah, that would be and great. Someone scolded him for having no value for human life, <laughs> which was uh, fantastic. Yeah, a few people, a few people threw out uh, either the Golden Lovers or some combination of. Um, 
um, Golden Elite. Golden Elite, yeah, with the Young Bucks and a multi-man. Yeah. Um, Carla, Carla Duran Poozer, uh, give me Okada versus your mom. Look, Car- Carla, my mom is not quite what she was pre-hurricane, but she will take on Okada any day of the goddamn week. Let me tell you that. My mom is ready. Marie McDaniel's ready to roll, son. Yep, that's right. Also, Carla, by the way, Carla Duran, her dad, famous cut man, Stitch Duran. Yep. My dad, famous undefeated boxer, Johnny B. McDaniel, he went 4-0 in kind of Golden Gloves in Podunk, Louisiana, but still... Yeah. Never got to work roughly, with Stitch, though. Roughly the equivalent. Never got to work with Stitch, but maybe his wife, maybe his wife can can do it for him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but no. Uh, I, Okada, yeah. everybody loves Okada. Like, Okada mm-hmm. just has fun matches, period. Yeah. They're rarely, like, five-star matches, but I realized, against Samoa Joe in particular, I could watch I could watch Okada chop, have a chop battle with somebody for an hour straight, and I would leave happy. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Just good yeah. to go. Uh, you know, I think a couple of people really are like, it's interesting to see people managing their own expectations, you know, yeah. because a lot of people are like, you know, there are people who are like, oh, give us Okada Omega five. Yeah. And it's like, I doubt we're getting that. Well, you know, even if we were healthy, you know, yeah. we're not going to get that big of a match. Yeah. Um, you know, but Omega Punk, I'm sorry, yeah. Okada Punk could possibly happen. I think that'd Punk, be really interesting. Punk and Danielson, I think, are going to get singles matches because I think both those guys, there are certain matches they wanted, and AEW probably gave them some promises. I think they're going to get particular matches they've been dreaming of for a while here. Yeah, I think my my biggest question is if this relationship means that we're going to see some AEW stars stars enter the G1 uh, the next month and go abroad for a little bit, you know, maybe Combat Club goes abroad. Yeah. They might save some of those single matches. So you could see like... Yeah, that's a good point. You know, a tag match with Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr., but then they're in the same block in the G1 a, or something. That's an excellent point I hadn't even considered yet. One of the one of the interesting things is I might have missed it, but I don't think I saw a single person mm-hmm. ask for an Adam Page match. Who would you oh, yeah, that's true. like to see? I didn't see that anybody. No, I, I like... Adam Page could have a great match with any of these people. He's so overlooked, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. a real shame. But I don't know exactly who I would necessarily want to see him matched up with. Is there a oh, natural? For me, yeah, for in me, your it'd mind, go Takagi. Okay, that was because that was somebody else I said to you before the show. Shingo is a he is having the last couple of years have been phenomenal, mm-hmm. and I've not been seeing him in anybody's lists either. That might be a natural matchup. They'd be really interesting because they're both kind of like guys who have incredible matches. Shingo mm-hmm. is absolutely one of the very, very best in the world. Right. Both, I feel like, didn't get or haven't gotten credit for how good of a champion they were, you yeah. know, because Shingo yeah. was kind of like, oh, he's sort of a placeholder, you know, until because of the injuries and everything. Yeah. Um, I think if you put them against each other, that would be like a really, I mean, they would show a lot of people. I think they would stuff. And I would like to see that. I would like to see them prove like Adam Page prove he doesn't need Brian Danielson to get a five star match. And and the same with Okagi and all the the other guys he's wrestled. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. There was one. I like that. Everybody has hoss fights in mind for Jeff. Everybody's got Samoa Joe. Or tag team matches with uh, with Keith Lee, I, I really hope we get that. I would. I just want to see 
I would yeah. I want to see Jeff Cobb suplex Keith Lee, man. I'd love to see that. <laughs> I want to see him get muscle bustered by Samoa Joe. Imagine that three-way dance. Oh my gosh. I love um John LaRocca suggested Jeff Cobb versus Samoa Joe. Yeah. A little bit of a homer pick for for John, but I would love that would be awesome. That's I a would great love it. it's a great match. I would yeah. love to see that match. That'd be incredible. Let's see. Paul Fontaine does not want to see evil. That has been no. established. We'll boycott the show. Yeah. He wants to see Mox and Danielson versus uh Zack Saber and Tai Chi, the Dangerous yeah. Deckers. Also, again, I like the thinking here. Suzuki and Archer versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. They yeah. don't all have to be all New Japan versus all AEW, mm-hmm. much like the Golden Lovers would be a New Japan AEW mm-hmm. tag team. Mm-hmm. I hope we do get some mixing and matching here like that, or maybe even some some face teams versus some heel teams that we haven't even really considered yet. Right. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I have to think, though. I have to think the 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 um, undisputed elite will be a thing because they said this is the undisputed elite era. This is the this is the Bullet Club era. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those teams we 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 may see like a, a ten man with mm-hmm. featuring the golden elite, featuring the undisputed elite, undisputed golden era elite, undisputed Bullet golden Club. lovers, man. Cole on a pole. <laughs> well, this is where we get coal on a pole for all That's the right. marbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm look. I'm excited about it. Anything we get coming out of this, I'm going to be excited about it. We even got a great Ocon pick. Someone even picked Great Ocon. That was uh, that was Dan. Uh, Dan, how do you pronounce your name? Dan Circuitella. He Circuitella? picked. Uh, yeah, Jeff Cobb and Great Ocon versus uh, Keith Lee and Swerve. I alluded to it earlier. I want I like to give him too. the shout out for that. Um, let's see. I also really like uh, Robert D'Andrea's uh, Hanma Tenzan, Fuego del Sol, and Angelico versus Peter Avalon, J.D. Drake, Jado, and Gato. Yeah. That's hilarious, <laughs> and it needs to happen now. Yeah, I, lo- I, love, I love that pick, man. That's yeah. so good. Um, it, You know, this whole thing's gravy. You yeah. Know what I mean? And th- this is the fun of it, is the yeah. fact that we are all – for the next month, we're going to be putting together our dream matches. Um, we're going to be arguing on the board. Uh, we're going to be uh, arguing with um, Paul Fontaine in particular. Uh, and, and this is going to be so much fun for months until we get it. And then it's going to be even more spectacular. I have friends that were like, I was going to double or nothing. But now I'm thinking mm. I might go to Chicago. I'm going to try and do both. I mm. want to be there for this. This is this is the dream, man. That we're we're about to be living the dream. And yeah. you want to know how else you can live the dream? For just five dollars a month. Check out patreon.com slash fight game media. That's right. For the small price of basically a McDonald's cheeseburger, you can live the dream of fight game media. You can get extended cuts of everyday episodes like Brace for Impact. You can get unreleased shows you can't hear anywhere else every month. Kevin and I have a special show for patrons only and everyone else on the network has a special show for patrons only. So again, $5 a month, uh, help us support you, help us help you. And, uh, I think it's definitely worth it. There's some really great stuff there. I have learned a lot from the boxing podcasts and also from the Japanese wrestling podcasts, which give a lot more detail than I generally get watching you Japan, watching Yoshi, um, I'm a big fan. And also, of course, as always, check out fightgamemedia.com for all the latest in pro wrestling, MMA, and 
I completely forgot the third one. Boxing. Same. Boxing, yes. Which, uh, if Tyson Fury is retired, I'm a, I am a, I'm a sad, sad man. But let me tell you, I love that his retirement yesterday, Kevin, mm-hmm. came with an immediate tease of a fight with Francis Ngannou, yes. which is no retirement at all. Right. He's gone full combat media retirement, and I'm excited <laughs> about it. That should be fun, too. That should be a lot of fun. Okay, so now let's get to what's happened in AEW this week. We had a big week beyond just the Forbidden Door announcement. Um, what do you want to talk about first, Kevin? Where, what are you thinking? Uh, there's a couple little news items uh, that I thought maybe knock out really fast. Yeah. Um, Darius Martin, a top flight injured. And not okay with all the speculation on Twitter. No. Not okay at all. He is upset everyone knowing his health better than himself. Yeah. He says his his injury, which is in fact a leg injury, has nothing to do with wrestling whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, he was just on uh, the YouTube show last week. Like, like yes. I watched him uh, and he looked fine. I, Apart from like the very minor controversy of like him being upset that people are saying mm-hmm. it was a wrestling injury, I feel bad for the guy. I feel terrible oh, for the yeah. guy. Like you feel like this is something we could look back on in in twenty years and think, man, if Darius Martin Hatton kept getting hurt mm-hmm. in the prime time, mm-hmm. he would still be here today. But instead, there's just Dante Martin who will be a superstar. That's what this feels like. Yeah, because he was he was gone for Dante's big push, which might have actually opened up Dante for the big push. Mm-hmm. And now then they take Dante, not not out of the push, but from that push, put him right back in top flight. They're ready to push these guys to the moon and boom, he's gone again. And supposedly yeah. what I'm hearing is this is, he's going to be gone for a long oh, period of time again. Yeah. It's, that it's poor guy, man. I don't know how you keep a positive attitude. No. Uh, with that. I'd just be, I'd be mad at everyone too. Yeah. No, that, that was I, I put two to two, two and two together as you said that. That explains the controversy. He's just got to be pissed off. Yeah, that he's been dealt this hand of cards. Which I know is a shame. We, it was so great to see them back together. They were. You remembered how good they were. Yeah, and they were just really starting good. to. Yeah, he's so good, and we. I'd forgotten how good he was. Um, at, at least we got to see him for a little while. Hopefully, yeah. it's not as bad as as it seems. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he's probably had time to really get looked at by. You know, a top doctor yet? Maybe we'll yeah. maybe we'll find out he's not out as long as they think. But that will. Yeah, it's a it. That's just a sad state of affairs. Right. Um, let's see. CNN Plus was shut down, which was yeah. called. It was literally called before they 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 started. Like before it was announced that they were going live, there were already reports day one that, that they, they were going to be cutting staff. Yeah, and apparently the the deal is. Is that the the new president of mm-hmm. uh, Discovery Warner Brothers Discovery did not want them to start it in the first place? Oh, okay. but due to the separations mm-hmm. um, that had to happen, um, they were well, I guess due diligence. To, uh-huh. Like he he really he seriously said like he couldn't communicate that to the the to the Warner Brothers side, mm-hmm. and he desperately wanted them not to go forward with this. Yeah. Um, I That's just don't. That kind of yeah. explains it because yeah. I was like, they didn't even get to see what retention they had in the second month. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to retain. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to retain. <laughs> no Wait. one really wants to see Anderson Cooper do. I uh, I am like, not I am not necessarily a news junkie per se at the mm-hmm. moment. I have been most of my life. Mm-hmm. 
And my immediately thought my immediate thought when I saw this was, oh, wow, I can pay CNN extra money for a 24 hour news service app. In addition to their 24 hour multiple news stations, they right. have such as CNN headline news. This right. served no purpose to me. No. Just a way to get money. This seems like the worst idea I've ever seen. Yeah. Then my friends are like, um, I had friends like, well, it's not quite like that, dude. Like they had a lot yeah. of Anthony Bourdain. It's, I'm like, it's Jake, oh, it's Jake like Tapper, every. But, yeah, but he's got like, a book club. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see Jake Tapper's book club. Right. If Don Lemon is just getting drunk, I might tune in for that. If yeah, they that, told that me would be Don good. Lemon. It's just Don just, Lemon on the streets of New Orleans. Yeah. Just drinking 24-7. I, I might pay for that. But Jake Tapper book club and 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 Anthony Bourdain for 24 hours a day. Right. I can get that on Netflix. I, I'm pretty right. sure I can get Anthony Bourdain everywhere. Yeah. Every streaming service has him. It was just this was never this was never going to make it. And I honestly wondered from the first time I saw it announced, is this just are, are they just is this something to write off their taxes? Mm-hmm. That's literally I wondered if this is something maybe even pertaining to the sale that they're going to be able to write off and, and almost intentionally did it for the write off. They that's can't have thought this was going to make money. Well, yeah, that's a shame for a lot of people who just lost their jobs. But yeah, no, that's the one thing yeah. is um, the people who work on those shows. Yeah. The, the, a lot of people are losing their jobs, produce line producers, gaffers, like mm-hmm. everyone is losing those jobs. And that really does suck. Um, but now hopefully they can go to a more stable job that isn't bound to fail in under 48 hours. Right. <laughs> um, right. I, so I hope. Re- yeah. The reason yeah, I, I brought that up is because a lot of people are talking about like, when's there going to be a streaming deal for AEW? Mm-hmm. You know, is uh, what, when is ROH going to get a TV show and all that stuff yeah. and to me? So before without not knowing what you just brought, but even, even with that, it made me wonder, like, I, I know that like, and you know, much better than me, um, that, Discovery is known as like they're they run lean. Yes, they do. And, yes, they do. And they're not interested in spending the first six months of their new uh, ownership uh, just pouring money into things. Like right, right now, they're just right. trying to cut costs. Right. And I'm hoping that AEW being AEW right now is a cheap product that makes good ratings, and I'm hoping right. they they're, they're, they're focused on right that. Now. Yeah, I don't think they're in trouble, but. And then I hope they realize I, if I'm a Tony Khan, like I've said before, I simply bring them the package. This is what WWE is doing. Mm-hmm. These are the numbers. We are the number two company to, to WWE. Yep. We we come very close to matching them in the demo. We can bring the same thing to HBO Max. And to me, like that's if you've got the content, like there's not much of an argument there because the content is sitting there. It's right, right there. Right. And I don't think now even a big money deal in in today's market wouldn't be necessarily big money for AEW is not big money for Discovery Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed on that. I hope everything works out well. Yeah. One thing I think it was Dave Meltzer was pointing out. I can't quite remember. It is kind of wild that we have a million channels, but there's really only three or four companies now. Everyone right. owns everyone owns everything. So WWE having deals with multiple companies that show their actual programming. Mm-hmm. Then with the I think the USA network, they're um they're like uh NBC Universal. 
Yeah, the NBC Universal, they've got their shows where it's like wrestlers look for old, like oh, vintage right, right. artifacts. I yeah, can't yeah. remember the name of that show yeah, to save my life. But they've got deals with a lot of people. They've mm-hmm. got deals with a lot of people. A&E, it doesn't leave. Yeah. yeah, A&E, exactly. It doesn't leave that much room for um for negotiation for AEW. But there are other partners out there. Amazon Prime has been very interested in live sports. Mm-hmm. There, there are a few. I know they came very close to getting the UFC. Uh, generally speaking, if you're open to the UFC, you're also open to pro wrestling for the most part. Um, that's going to be interesting to see where it goes. But, yeah, I think it was just they didn't want it to happen in the first place. It yeah. seemed doomed from the beginning. Yeah. Oof. To me, it just showed, like, I'm just, I, I think just, to me, it just is sort of like, well, you know, new deals for AEW. Like, don't worry about their current deal. New deals yeah. for AEW probably, you know, six months from now. Don't, yeah, you know, for I the think, next six months, nothing's going to happen probably. Yeah, they need time to get used to the new owners, to get, right. have lots of good meetings. And for them to see kind of what HBO Max is need, because they're still dealing with the fact they have Discovery Plus and right. HBO they're Max. They're figure that out first, and then yeah. maybe fold it in at that time. But yeah, exactly. But they have like, a lot of things to figure out before a, AEW. Right? They're they're a they're a you know a mosquito bite on the <laughs> you know elephant's butt of those two companies. Yeah, in exactly. Terms of, like worrying about where that's going to go. Yeah, they're worried about like making DC profitable and things like that. Right. Before right. before AEW, now the AEW video game we have a tentative release date September ish, and I potentially yeah. Kevin, I love the name Fight Forever. Fight Forever. Yeah, I love it. I hope I hope the video game itself starts with the classic Fight Forever chant from an yeah. aged Terry Funk from, um, <laughs> from, G- from, yeah. from GCW's twenty four hour. Uh, broadcast they did during the pandemic where every second commercial was Terry Funk yelling fight forever. <laughs> oh, that's what I want the intro music to be that's that amazing. man. Yeah. Um, I am, I'm going to buy a system to play this game. Okay. I was so going to ask it, are you, are you a wrestling if, video game guy? If it, if it, if this game stinks, they will have cost me like $600 oh, man. and I will never forgive them ever. Yeah. Um, so I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Um, Let's see. I'm. It's. I can't say I'm a wrestling video game guy, but I've been a video game guy for a lot of years. I think I told mm-hmm. the story in here until my brother's wife ran away, abandoned her child, and took all my video game systems with her. And I never fully got back into regular gaming. I'm a big mobile gamer now, yep. but um, I bought a PS two or three okay. specifically for the UFC game when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed that. And I am a big enough AEW supporter. I will buy a brand new system for this game, a hundred percent. I'm gonna let's see. I think I have an, X, an Xbox One, and it's like one of the earlier ones. So I'm okay. like, all like it still works. Yeah, but I'm like one or two years away from that thing. Getting, <laughs> getting games. So this might be. If I hear good reviews, it might be. You, one you've of got one of those old. You've got one of those old wood burning systems. You got to prime right. it for a while. Hey, I've still got my Nintendo sixty four plugged into my four K TV right now, and let me tell you, no mercy on a Nintendo sixty four on a four K display looks like garbage. <laughs> you know what? I want to give a quick shout out here. Um, this is going to be an awkward shout out to get to, but I'm tr- okay. Hold on, I've got to find the name of this person. Okay. They were okay. Preet Paul, my um. 
my buddy John Tabor, he works at the radio station I work at. He's my producer mm-hmm. every week for my MMA segment. He had his house burned down. Oh, no. Christmas Eve. Oh. Christmas Eve. And, like, the guy didn't make a ton of money, Like he, but he lost mm-hmm. everything. And one of the things he lost is, was a PS4 and all of his games. And Preet Paul, who had just bought a brand new PS5, he packed up his PS4 all his games and sent them from Canada all the way down to to North Louisiana for a man that he never met. Wow. And Preet Paul, I owe you one for life for doing that for my buddy. Um literally literally like all the people that reached out was life changing to him cuz he yeah. realized how loved he was when he's a, like a kind of an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um Really life-changing thing, and Preet Paul was a part of that. Preet makes a bunch. Yeah. So video games bringing people together here. That's great. uh, In fight game media. Okay. So now the week in AEW, let's get to the actual shows. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Where do we start? Uh, Do we start with the first show? Um, CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes. I thought it was one of the better matches of the, of the, the week. Yeah. And it brought me back, and I'd kind of forgotten simpler times when we would occasionally get a face versus a face. And I forgot how much I really enjoyed the pure pro wrestling aspect mm-hmm. of a face versus a face. But I also wondered, is this the beginning of CM Punk facing off against other faces mm. until he turns heel? Cause we kind of saw that at the, after the match, when he's leaving, he runs into um, Adam page. A lot of people mm-hmm. saw um, a lot of people want to comment on the fact he left through the heel, yeah, the heel hallway. Adam Adam Page came out through the heel hallway. I think they uh, oddly him enough, this week, though. Okay, that's the Sometimes thing. They got to keep them. They've got to keep them consistent. It's confusing I people. I know. But so I, yeah, so I just thought there must have been like a pileup. Maybe the Dark Order got wedged in yeah. the face. <laughs> Is the it face back up on aisle two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was pure gridlock. They had to shut it down for a couple matches due to. <laughs> Oh, due to the I dark water. I could just see the little, little, like the little blue light start spinning, <laughs> and they're like, "Clean up on aisle two. Everyone go through the heel entrance for the next two hours." Oh my god, that would have been that would have been entertaining. <laughs> but uh, no, that like I, I I ended up seeing the whole match today. I came in twenty minutes late mm-hmm. on uh, on Wednesday, and and I liked the mat. What I saw of the match then liked yeah. it even more this time around. Yeah, I thought it was great. I, um, Dustin is just, I just love where he's at right now. I mean, he's yeah. just, he, like we've mentioned it before, you can put him in with anybody. Yep. And Anything people you will need. buy him. Yeah. And he could go for the world title. He could yep. go against Danhausen and people would be into it. I would love to see Dustin versus Danhausen, actually. Yeah. He's, um, a gr- he's a great guy to help build stars. Yeah. Whether whether he wins or whether he loses, he can put mm-hmm. them over either way. He can make them look like he can make them look like superstars yeah. every time. He is that freaking good at 58 or whatever years old. Right. He is 62. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, he's been in. They, they keep saying he's been in wrestling for five decades. Yeah, which, which is grammatically which then, incorrect. Yeah, like which then when I started like looking at how many decades I've watched wrestling in, I was right. shook and I would prefer not to discuss yeah, it not even any further. Yeah. No. Um yeah, and I love the like 
you know, this was the first time they had ever been in the ring against each other, yeah. which I was shocking, but, yeah. um, but it was really cool. And you could tell it meant a lot to them. And at the end of it, like yeah. they had a real moment there, you know, where it was like, I'm glad we got to do this brother, you know? And that was a really that's, neat. That's one of the things I like yeah. most about AEW is you get to see personal moments there that are genuine with people Yeah, where you wouldn't get, even if it was a first match like that in WWE, they wouldn't be able to express that emotion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the ring since it's not necessarily storyline. And um, from the match with, from the Dustin, um, from the Dustin match against his brother to yeah. this, mm-hmm. you see, like we get it a lot out of Dustin because this is kind of his last ride. This is, He's, I don't think he's going to wrestle after AEW. And, yeah. Um, and he's getting to have these dream matches, and that's really exciting. And I like I like them letting us in on that. Uh, yeah. I would love to see at some point Dustin, when he's, you know, ready, and maybe not ready to call it quits, mm-hmm. but, you know, kind of before too long, like have him come out and be like, I'm going for the world title. Yeah. One more time. And he kind of did this in this thing, but it was really more about like just beating Punk. Yeah. But just have him say like, and then do a story where he's getting the wins. Yeah, he gets have, up there, and then have a, like a world title match on like a battle of the belts or something. Have at, if it's still Adam Page, have Adam Page come out and say, "Buddy, yeah, like you've you like you don't need another win. You, right, you've effing earned this. Yeah, you know, over five decades of your career, you've yeah. earned this. And I, Adam Page versus Dustin Rhodes would be that would be five star match. Yeah. I think it, it would be so good. Um, one that was cool thing about that match was, uh, you know, Punk was in the uh, pink, black, and white, like the Bret mm-hmm. Hart style trunks. And then um, the end of the match, he did the uh, the same pin fall move that um, Bret did to beat David Boy Smith at SummerSlam. Yeah, that's right. In England. It is so frustrating that we've gotten so many Bret Hart teases. I know. And now we know we're not getting Bret Hart. Yeah. And I don't know a ton about Bret Hart. I'm not the super fan that most of the Canadians are. I've always liked Bret Hart, though. He's top three for me. He's he's definitely up there. He's way up there. I wonder if Bret Hart wasn't working his butt off talking to WWE like man AEW's got all these plans for me. Yeah. Just to just to get that big deal, just to yeah. get that deal. Get paid. And and more power to him if he did. FTR does not need Bret Hart. It would have been cool. Would have been cool, There's, but they don't need it. Yeah. They don't need they don't need anybody and they you know, they could always get Tully back. There's lots of options. Yeah. But yeah, if anybody doesn't need it it's FTR. The biggest shame is that Brett won't be a part of the Owen. I really wanted. Um, I really would have looked forward to seeing him in Vegas. Yeah, uh, present the, uh, you know, whatever the trophy or whatever they yeah. give to the winner. Of that I, I would like to have seen that. I would really like to have seen Davy Boy Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. get in the tournament or, or be participate in some way. It's, yeah. it's not looking like that's happening either. Which I really don't understand why, especially since he had the tag team with Lance Archer. Archer I just right. thought. That would be a natural thing, and Tony would want it. But that's a weird thing. He doesn't get book warrants. I don't know. It's very strange. It makes me, again, I know nothing. People, I'm not yeah, insinuating right. anything. <laughs> makes me wonder if he's not hard to work with. I don't know. Just, I've never heard that, but, I, but I've never I, heard you it. You know, either. I don't know either. He doesn't you know have what? like a bad reputation, but yeah, I've never heard it. It's just odd that he, maybe he's maybe he has other things going on. I don't know, but he doesn't yeah. get booked nearly as much as he should in major organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, so the hangman punk face off was great. I wish yeah. we would have, 
one 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 little one little nitpick. Mm. I would like to have seen what Hangman Page was walking out for, because when they came back, I don't think he cut a promo. I think they moved Mm-mm. on to another match. They're done. He, it's like he was just random. He just walked out to run into CM Punk when they should have at least showed him like coming out to talk to the crowd, maybe during commercial break before coming right. away or something. Yeah. So it didn't feel so manufactured. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. Okay, what were the big things? I, I, you know what? I want to skip ahead. I want to talk about Wardlow. Okay. Okay, Wardlow. Great. Wardlow is the most exciting thing happening every episode. Oh, yeah. Um, I love, like, I absolutely loved the handcuff bit. I actually just assumed he was just going to break the cuffs at some point. I think he and will at one point, at some point. I think, I think you're right. And uh, they're just teasing that for a little while. Um, it was it was the match it was supposed to be. Like, he, the butcher gave him just enough trouble to seem legitimate and then mm-hmm. died as soon as he needed to, to be yeah. murdered in the ring. <laughs> um, I And... Every time I see it, I just I want more. I want dangerous butcher. I want Stan Hansen butcher. Yeah, deep hey, down in my body, I week. want it. I don't know if you noticed that when he came I out, they didn't him pyro. I didn't good for him. Yeah. Now I'm picturing. I don't know, like a, if they could do some sort of like like shoot some meat into the air or something. I don't know. <laughs> he just hacked something. it out with a giant cleaver. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, when I'm like running now, through the crowd with a cleaver, that's the hot story for me. That's the hot story. Yeah. Is is that one, and I'm excited I, to see when it ends. I, when I watched that segment and just how he carried himself when they first came in, and they did the bit with Mark Sterling, where it's like smile, the like, yeah, he's just like oh, great, cuff me up, perfect. whatever you do, you gonna help me change into my gear, sure, yeah, you know, and then somebody, the way he came somebody out, get my bag, yeah, somebody get my bag, and he's so patient when they took the cuffs off, and he did the great like you know like Steve Austin smile when they take yeah. him away because he just knows you know my time's coming. And yeah. all I could think is, man, this guy's going to main event WrestleMania He's a star. in four years. The t- yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's all Don't I could say think. It. You're probably right. Like everyone's like, what's MGF going to do? And I'm like, they're going to get Wardlow. Wardlow and freaking Swerve Strickland, to me, exude. they have it. Yeah, they, they exude do. it. They have it. They need to both get pushed to the top immediately and clearly Wardlow's getting pushed to the top and now we've got Lance Archer I'm excited about that that's a little bigger a guy than I thought we were going to get Wardlow facing off against before MJF he's a big deal he's a big deal as in he's he he fights for the titles it's generally where he he's 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 taking on he is is the male Nyla Rose yes exactly he's always going to be your first title challenger be it the TNT title, the world title, and that is a definite step up from the butcher. Yeah, that would you? Would you? Did you give a good listen to Jake Roberts's promo when he was talking about refresh me? Refresh. It me. made. I wish I had written it down. It made no sense. Okay, that's it what was I thought. Just like it was like vague, like if you vague random threat generator. <laughs> algorithm like it was like that is an app I would he made allusions he's like he's like at one point he's saying hell is for children and money rules the world and then he said the time is right and then he changed it to the time is ripe and said i know it's ripe because i can smell it from a mile away and it's like he's talking about smelling time i don't 
It, he was having a little bit of a Joe Biden moment, just a, <laughs> tiny, just a tiny bit. Yeah, it it made zero sense. Look, but it sounded great. I mean, it sounded super threatening. See, that's the thing. Yeah, he can make it sound so good you don't care what he's saying. Right. Like there was that one thing where he was talking about what was it? He was talking about um, getting how you can't make Lance Archer come in the ring oh, or no. something. Like he had a very it got it went off the rails really quickly. But it's yeah. always so exciting when it goes off the rail right. and gets crazy. Like the hell is for children. Yeah. Like I don't think they had that planned. I think he just started freestyling, and I want that it was every just week. Like, like if you will go, I would. I wish I had gone back and like written it down because if you, if you listen to it, each phrase makes sense. In and of itself. It, it, it makes sense connected to the phrase before it, uh-huh. but not the phrase, two phrases before it. It's just like a random daisy chain of like thoughts. <laughs> it it's, it's it was pretty impressive. <laughs> Part of me thinks the Lance Archer is like, oh, hold on. I better cut him off before this gets too out of hand. <laughs> no, I want more. I want more of that immediately, not less. Um. Okay, we had Blackpool Combat Club. I like Wheeler Yuta's new gear a lot. Yeah. That makes such a difference. And some proper boots. My friend, like like one of my friends, loves to make fun of how much I focus on gear, mm-hmm. but you're on national television and yeah. your look matters. Right. He's got some proper gear now. It's white with some blood on it. Got a little it's, bit of a haircut. Yeah. He looks great. Um, I, I enjoyed the match. He, they uh they absolutely made Lee Moriarty and Brock Anderson and uh, Dante Martin look good in mm-hmm. in murdering them. Yeah, and, I enjo- and as as always, I enjoyed uh, William Regal on the mic. He talked about teaching them scruffing or something like that, yeah, which is basically another guy in rare form tonight. Yeah, just making. It's basically just saying it's a you know it's a way you hurt people without actually doing moves. Literally singing uh, carpenter songs. Yeah, he was feeling great, man. Whatever he's on, I would like a I'd like a portion of that today. I am brain dead today. I'm brain I'm brain dead with anxiety. I'm about to take a big trip early, early, early in the morning. Yeah. for a big job opportunity. I am not focused on wrestling. Just if anybody says, man. James sucks way more than usual. He usually does, and he usually sucks. No. That is why. That is what's going on. Nice. Um, but I'm I'm I was here for Wheeler Udo. I was really excited to finally see that change. I'm surprised they didn't get him new gear earlier on, but it's kind of I like the slow evolution yeah. um, of Wheeler Uta here. Let's see. Uh Adam Cole had man, he had a sad promo, man. Yeah. It's the promo I'm thinking of where he's like Man, I just lost. The Bucks lost, lost. We lost, Red, but together everything. we're unstoppable. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how that's Scott Steiner. That's verging on Scott Steiner math, yeah. but I'll allow it temporarily. And that led that led to Johnny Gargano himself, Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly, yeah. beating Jungle Boy. I yeah. literally paid no attention to that match because I said, well, I yeah. know Kyle O'Reilly's not winning, yep. and Kyle O'Reilly won, and then I had to go back and rewatch the match. Yeah. I'll say one thing that separates him from a general Johnny Gargano. Most Johnny Garganos have pretty decent bodies. Yeah. He's yeah. A, he's getting a little flabby in the middle. Yeah. Not like that it's, I'm, it's a, I don't know. It's just, he's a great wrestler. He's a really good wrestler. Yeah. Um, But he's only, the only thing that stands out about him 
is he intentionally mispronounces names. And to me, I need a little bit more than that. A little bit more because I don't even try and, uh, and I'm going to mispronounce the names. Yeah. There's, I don't there's even need little, the gimmick. The, right. Stealing the gimmick. Yeah, there's exactly. A, there's a little, yeah, he, there's a little too much of the old NXT cool Kyle still there. Yeah. And, he needs to and be then when he comes character. out, he's got like too much swagger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, the For way a guy who's losing all the time. He's always right. losing, has too much. That's, the, you know, that's the real thing. And I don't think it's true of, it's definitely not true of everybody that's come over. A lot of people have kind of stuck to what they were doing in their previous company. Mm-hmm. And Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish need to not do that. They need something that stands apart more than the fact they want Adam Cole to be their guy, right. not the Young Bucks guy, right. and mispronounce some names. But yeah. former ROH champion got a big win. A yeah. win over Jungle Boy is a big freaking deal. So I'm really interested to see where this goes. I think what they're doing, I I wouldn't be surprised once they do the brackets for the Owen. Mm-hmm. If in the first round, it's whoever, I'm assuming Dax is probably going to win the uh, mm-hmm. FTR versus FTR match. And they yeah. do they do like Dax versus Kyle O'Reilly to oh, do the tag. Oh, that would be great. That, the tag, tag that would be really cool. I bet you're right on that. Um, By the way, I totally missed that announcement when it came through. 100% yeah. missed it. Well, it took most a second and a half did. to announce it. Yeah. Um, but that is incredibly exciting. And I felt bad for Dax mm-hmm. on Twitter, like retweeting people like, did I miss this? He's like, right. yep. yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. You absolutely. Met. One time only. They made one time the ever. Rampage, they did. They absolutely did. And they did try and they talked about it later on Dynamite very briefly. Um, next week, we're going to get to this at the end of the show. Next week yeah. is stacked. Next week's a solid card. One thing that I did like while on Rampage, when they were talking about the FTR match, FTR versus FTR match, Mm -hmm. uh, they had that little video package, and then they uh, promised, I think it was on Rampage, they said, tune in on YouTube uh, for the road. They promoted the road to Dynamite That's the first time I've heard them say road two, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we're going to tell the whole FTR story on Road to, which I loved. I love yeah. I love them saying like, hey, there's more here. Like, don't just put it out there and then yeah. well, know, like, and then expect people to watch it. Like, go promote it. For instance, like, yes, being the elite is the Young Bucks deal. Right. They're going to get the money from that. But there's so much story that, that's given on BTE that does make its way onto the show. I'm blown away. We never see them. And they used to do it more, but we, they don't yeah. even really promote BTE that much anymore. Right. right. At least in my, from what I can remember. Yeah. Um, what can, okay. As, as a basic dumb guy who's just watching this Kazarian Scorpio Sky interview, mm-hmm. what's going on here? Like, we thought they're going to give it to, they're going to distract. We were going to use Frankie Kazarian to distract for a week. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, hey, man, I know you've got this title shot basically in the bag. Like, hold off a week. Like, just let me get this title. Then I'll give you the title shot. Right. And it's so curious because every time now we're seeing Scorpio Sky, he's coming off as a face because Sammy and Ty are such natural heels. Right. I don't really understand completely what's going on. I don't either because – and apparently – I don't know, because what I thought was happening, and then I went to see what people were saying in, like, the Facebook groups and on Twitter, and 
I had it all wrong because I thought it was all, oh, Scorpio is using Kazarian, using yeah. their friendship, and then he's going to screw him over. But it feels and like they were so, kind of using this to establish everybody else base. Was like, oh, no, he seems so honest, and this is his face turn and all that. And I was yeah. like, I, you know. I didn't. I can see they wanted people to rethink that. Mm-hmm. I think that was the point is to make people think that. Yeah. But I don't know if the point is to say that is the fact. That's right. the truth. Right. I see him I potentially think, screwing over yeah. um, Frankie Kazarian. Sure. I also think that there might <laughs> one explanation might just be the fact that Frankie Kazarian is in their rankings at like number three and he's like nine and one. Yeah. And is basically should be the number one contender to the world be title at place. this point. And and he's and Tony Khan was like, oh, crap. How can I explain that he's not going to get a title shot? Yeah. And just literally were like did this to make his brain rest. I feel like uh, in the in the WWE, I'm sorry, in the AEW cinematic universe. Yeah. The way the rankings happen is wrestlers call Tony. They call a hotline. and they're like hey i want to be eligible for the rankings this week yeah and then the rankings committee's like okay here are eight names these are the eight people that called in this week right let's do the order yeah that's what it feels like you have so many people with crazy records right he wasn't there when he was eight and one he wasn't there seven and one or six and one he's been in there the last few weeks well he's been in the last few weeks he's he's taking him a little time to right but that's this record right right CM Punk's only recently emerged right. into the title scene. And they just, and, and this week, so this is this could be our conspiracy corner segment this week. Oh yeah. Uh they did not publish the rankings this week. But oh. on the show, they still, you know how they put the graphic mm-hmm. next to their name if they're ranked, they put the graphic yeah. the number. So CM so Punk that, was ranked number three. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had movement despite not having updated not at, rankings. Yeah. No rankings Ladies were published. But John Moxley had a one next to his name. So somehow he hasn't been on the top five. He just jumped immediately he to just number immediately one. Immediately number one because someone was like, oh, wait, he had had like 12 wins before he started doing nothing but tag matches. Shoot ratings confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> these these ratings are shoot. Yep. Oh, yeah. man. Um, Let's see. So we had Sammy Ty. Yeah. Um, in that I mean, jacket, those outfits. They're perfect. Those were perfect heel outfits. I love them the second I saw them. Ty um, great as a heel. Ty is a phenomenal heel. I think she will be better as a heel than a face. She just they, needs to start chewing gum to complete the look. Like yeah. just smacking a big piece of gum while she's Absolutely. Talking. Just straight out of grease, man. Right. Straight yeah, out of like grease. Just like twisting it with her finger and stuff. Uh-huh. Just like, yeah, be one of the pink ladies. How, you know what? Listen. You you're so close to perfection on this. Okay. She starts chewing the gum after their big makeout. He finishes chewing the gum. Oh, <laughs> that's that's the heel move. That's the heel move. They yeah. swap the gum when they're swapping the spit. They're great. I'm loving this. So and also I loved the co-champion himself cutting yeah. what the same promo he would cut as a heel yeah and it's just a face promo yeah he can say like we've talked a lot about how his criticisms carry some weight mm-hmm. and they, they they burn extra extra hot yeah because they're based in truth he right. bases them a little bit more in truth in their in their face promos yeah they have taken the biggest heels in this company one of the biggest heels we've ever seen and switched them in three weeks 
like like nobody's right. business. Like yeah. this has been from a an, it initiated as a fuck up, yeah, and they have turned it into something beautiful so think, quickly. Yeah, I think they're also intentionally doing a little bit of Cody and Brandy. I think they are. I think they're doing Cody and Brandy. When Sammy first started talking, everything he said, if you had closed your eyes, you would have said Cody would have said that. Like I okay. fight for you guys. Thank you guys for always yeah. sticking with me. I'm yeah. never gonna give up on you. Yeah, that though. I never, I, I never in a million years would have thought of that, Kevin. That is brilliant. That's a hundred percent right. He's Those are Cody words. Thing. Yeah. Those are Cody words. Oh my god, this is so good. Um. Okay. What did we get? Then we had a House of Black promo. So Which also made no sense. It made less sense than the Jake Roberts. I don't remember it, but I remember they're coming after Fuego. It was something. Yeah, it was something about how Icarus flew too close to the sun, and so now the sun is going to have to die. And I was like, the sun wait, I is thought, going to die. who's Icarus and who's the sun? I, yeah. It really made zero sense. Listen, if if we were doing a video podcast, I would have taken an extra day. We would have recorded this tomorrow from my plane. Yep. And we would be do. We, I'd have a whiteboard. I'd have all the little <laughs> strings going. We would work out who is Icarus, who is the sun. Yeah. Right now, I have no clue. I really hope Miro gets involved. I hope Miro becomes Fuego. Fuego. Too fast, too fuego, whatever his yes. name is, um, and I hope that happens really soon because I want these guys to be successful. Yes. They were well on their way, and uh, a, a little detour with Fuego is akin to a detour with QT Marshall, yes. and it can derail your entire character. Yep. Speaking of QT Marshall, I think we have a, a really interesting matchup to announce later in the show next yes. week for him. So. Britt Baker beat Danielle Camella. Uh-huh. Um, I love her Steelers outfit. Mm-hmm. I love her. The Steelers were with her. Yep. I love that the Steelers thought they would get a chance to speak on the yeah. mic. <laughs> they were wrong. Bless, bless <laughs> their little hearts. Um, her promo seemed a little rushed, though. It sounded like she was a little shaky. Yeah. Um, having been off TV for so long. I don't know. Was it that, or is she just not used to doing a promo right after a match? I don't. Maybe, maybe was, that's it. She was kind of. It just felt like you she think lost it was her winded? breath. I yeah. don't know. Some I, people um, wondered if, like, her parents were in the front row or something, or she just got in her own head. I don't know. She. I'll say it, this yeah. for for a promo, you could tell something was not working right, and mm-hmm. it it, yeah. it went well. Like, if it's going to yeah. be a disaster, this was a bad, not a terrible disaster to have. No. Um, very forgiving I'm, crowd too. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just exactly. I'm just glad she's back. Yeah, and um, she mentioned Jade, which is really yeah. interesting. I love that. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're I can't wait to talk about Jade's match on Rampage. We've got a lot to talk about with that. Jade yeah. has come a long way in a short, short period of time. Yeah. Um, Darby beat Andrade. It wasn't as long a match as I expected. Not as mm-hmm. much involved as expected. We had a coffin filled with. I love the coffin. The door to close the coffin is covered in tacks. We got Jose, the assistant, shirtless going onto those tacks. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had Sting emerging as Dadhausen out of the ring. That's right. Or not, or out of the crowd. Um, I kind of expected, I don't know, I think I expected a little bit more of a technical match. I don't know what I was expecting. Um, what Did you, did yeah. you enjoy the match? I liked it all right. I've kind of... It doesn't feel like it should have been to Darby matches. And we need, yeah, we need some Darby matches that are just regular matches. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty done with thumbtacks too. 
Thumbtacks are like, being it, way overdone. It was clever. I mean, it, I, it's it's like I was clever for that to see that, but I also was yeah. like, like it's it's just thumbtacks. Like, yeah, everybody's seeing though. Can we get yeah. thumbtacks in our shoes? Can we get them right. in this? Can we get them in that? And something else is, I'm a little over the idea that as long as you have a special stipulation in your mat in your match, there are no rules. Yeah, it should right. be the stipulation is the only exception to the rules. Right. Instead. Yeah. Like, apparently, you can bring a sniper rifle and just kill somebody dead, yeah. and it would be totally legal as long as you got the pin afterwards. I know. Is the way it looks, because we're getting... We had uh, we had flunkies from the AHFO flood the ring early. Um, yeah. yeah, I just... Matches great, are, special great. matches are only yeah. special right. if they're rare. Like, yeah. we don't need another ladder match out of Sammy already, and we're getting it next week. Yes, right. And they It's too early. It. Yeah. It's too early. Yeah. But, um, I mean, he's a heel now, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's right. what we want. I, th- I really do think, and I hate to jump back to this. Uh-huh. I've got, I cannot emphasize enough my love for the fact those Steelers thought they were going to get to talk. Oh, yeah. And, and then didn't. Yeah. Um, that was so freaking hilarious he to kept, me. He took the mic and started to say something. And then, and, and Britt just looked at him and said, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like waved him on. And then I noticed that as she was leaving the ring, he kept trying to yell into the mic, even though it wasn't on. Yeah. Oh, my he wanted God. so bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's this is Brit's house. It's Britsburg yeah. now, buddy. You're not in That's Pittsburgh right. anymore. As soon as you walk through those arena doors. Yeah. <laughs> um. OK, so now I, I, I tuned into Rampage late. I ended up being at the store. I thought it was an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming in, I was telling my friend, like, man, it's great that they open up with such strong matches. For instance, all I've missed being 20 minutes late is some Eddie Kingston, Daniel Garcia, not realizing, no, no, I was completely incorrect. <laughs> I missed Adam Cole, Tomohiro Ishii. Uh-huh. I missed I, I missed the Dan Hook, Danhausen segment. I missed Lance Archer, Serpentico. Yeah. They blew through a lot in 20 minutes. I watched yeah, it, yeah. though, today. Um, I Look, I like Lance Archer beating up on little guys. Mm-hmm. Like, He's got to go up against Wardlow, remind people he's a badass. Cole, Cole Ishii was really good, but I would like to see Ishii get a win eventually. Mm-hmm. Like He just keeps showing up and losing to everybody, and if you're going to put him in into a match that could be a, a straight-up banger against a Keith Lee or Samoa Joe, you know, or, like, right. or even a tag match with Jeff Cobb, yeah, ha- have him get a win at some point. Yeah, 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 I agree. I'm hoping that um, when they start building after uh, Double or Nothing, when they start building to the the like I think it might have like two weeks of TV, mm-hmm. maybe three before the Japanese show, that they bring the guys in a little early, yeah, and and let them let them show off. That would be really oh, excuse yeah. me. That'd be I would really really like to see that. Also, you know how like over time New Japan does kind of special young boys like there was mm-hmm. the one young boy that was kidnapped by john moxley for a, quite a while yep, the shooter yeah the shooter and these are i think generally guys they think are going to be a big deal yeah i would like to see them choose whatever young boy they think is a pretty big going to be a big deal and have him wrestle hook i would love to see a young technically oh, yeah. awesome mm-hmm. young boy versus the young technically excellent AEW guy. So he doesn't have to be in this big program, but right. it's a program that if they do do this multiple years in a row, yeah. could build 
to a story years down the road yeah. where they faced off early on in their careers, and then when they're both big stars, they that's can face off idea. again. Yeah, I would I love that's that. A great idea. Even I mean, you could even do that with Wheeler Yuta as well. Yeah. And um, one thing you I know you wanted to talk about was um, the guy we all thought would be in in Blackpool Combat Club, Daniel Garcia. Yep. is now with Chris Jericho. He's a sports entertainer. Mm-hmm. How do you think it's working out for him? I have mixed feelings. So I, one thing, I love his hat game. Yeah. He sported two hats on Rampage. Mm-hmm. He had the Kangol bucket cap like LL Cool J when he first walked <laughs> yeah. in, but then exchanged it for the uh, sort of backwards same L. Jackson style yeah. leather hat for yeah. to the ring. So I love that. I love yep. that aspect of it. I like he's got some proper tights now. Mm-hmm. But... uh I don't know. Like I, I, at first, I thought this is going to be really good for him to gain some personality. Yeah, but I'm kind of like I'm not sure if this is the personality you know he needs that that he needs. Like I've been a huge defender of Wheeler Yuta. Uh, you know, gone. Uh, You've gone toe to toe with Paul Fontaine. Toe to toe with Paul Fontaine on Wheeler Yuta. But man, when he you know threw out the thing of who else would do bet as well in the comp the. If I thought, man, can you imagine what the Blackpool Combat Club would if they just put in Daniel Garcia in that spot? And, and like, the, it wouldn't be the story of Wheeler, you know, of like a guy transforming himself. It would yeah. be these three guys are taking this thing over. Yeah. And he would be, I think he would have been rocketed to top it's level not, in a way that Wheeler isn't. Yeah. I mean, Wheeler might get there at some point. Yeah. But he's I think, all. Dan Garcia is already at a much higher level than we right. to begin with. And that's with. partially of why, yeah. But And that may be why they didn't do it is because they yeah. thought, well, Daniel doesn't need it as much. Yeah. You know. But, so for you, it's yeah. not so much that you're not loving. It's not so much that you're not necessarily liking what he's doing right now. Right. But it could have been so much more in the different scenario. So I liked the idea, the initial idea of Chris Jericho with with – Angelo Parker, right? With with Matt, I'm still on board with two of them. Matt Menard, Matt Menard, and and Daniel Garcia. I couldn't wait to see what they brought, but it is not gelling like I wished it would have. They don't yeah. feel like as important a team as the inner no, circle. They don't. Yeah, they. Matt's been feels very entertaining. Like Matt has been always. entertaining, but but he is like that is his trying to salvage this situation, right? Where it feels like Chris Jericho and the Goofs. Right. And part of the reason they're the goofs is they're the Jericho Appreciation yes. Society. It's in the name. Yeah, it, in the name is it's Jericho and a bunch of a bunch of goofs. Yeah. And the non-goofs are out ha- like they have title belts now. Like Right. Everybody's moved on to bigger and better things where Sammy has. It's um, it's a uh, it it's hard because number one you're absolutely right that the what the inner circle was was Jericho elevating people up to yeah up to a his higher level. level yeah this is not that this is him and his lackeys and yeah. if they were gonna do that like they may as well just like signed like what if they had signed like Tyler Breeze and Fandango yeah you know what I mean and just yeah. gone all the way with it and it's like this is our sports entertainment crew you know yeah and I think they could still do it with them but I think 2.0 2.0 deserves they more deserve their own place. Yeah. I think, I think they should have been broke. Like they should have stayed on their own. Break Daniel Garcia away, 
and have them as the new hot tag team a la the acclaimed until mm-hmm. the acclaimed have now gotten here where I feel like they are a legit hot tag team when they hit the ring. Yeah. 2.0 was almost there, if yeah. not there already, because they had some big, like big, their first match was against Sting and Darby Allen, for right. God's sakes. Right. And they looked like a million bucks, do like won me yeah. over mm-hmm. right out the bat. Um, mm-hmm. I would, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing Daniel Garcia get broken away and maybe move another piece into that to see if they can improve it, improve the situation. Some of Chris Jericho is dedicated yeah. to having this group. It, yeah. At the same time, though, it is like it, you are seeing Daniel Garcia start to develop personality. Yeah, which is which is great, and I think it will pay off. It's just I just don't want him to start going down the road of being like goofy badass and you know or whatever yeah because it's so it it just doesn't make sense he was kind of the muscle yeah with 2.0 he was the badass they could kind of give him credibility right yeah he gave them the credibility to do their their random beat downs but then with this when erica was clearly the 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 a side in this situation right um jake hager also exists right um it just it just feels wrong. It just does not come yeah. across the way I would like it to come across for three guys. I really, really appreciate the support. The the thing about two was like they would call Daniel Garcia their son. Yeah. Which was hilarious. Yeah. Daniel Garcia would never call them his dad. Never. You never. No. I mean? They are the ridiculous ones. Right. No one else is. Right. Uh man. No. I um I've had a taste. Of the Jericho Appreciation <laughs> Society. I'm not liking it, man. Yeah. Not liking it. I will say the one thing I do enjoy is the uh, little uh, pre-entrance uh, video that they do where Matt Menard says they're the for six weeks, they are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. That's the one part that I like. That's phenomenal. The man, the thing is that man, Matt Menard, Great man. He can make he can turn anything into magic. He you can give him nothing. Yeah. Like he's the guy. Oh, he, I will just go onto the cameo website and just look at their cameo videos. Oh my I didn't even know they had cameos. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna go you look can at book that. Them on cameo okay. I'm, bucks. Okay. I very and well they're, well they're may have guy. the money to do that soon, in which case yeah. I'm unleashing chaos on that. There's there's one on the cause you can look at the videos that they post, you know, if people share them. Mm-hmm. And there's one where they're um uh, like wishing someone a happy birthday and he's like 26 years old mm-hmm. and something and they start lambasting him for not having a mortgage yet and <laughs> you know just hearing him talk about uh, you need to be putting yourself in debt <laughs> like a real man that's right yeah it's, it's fantastic it's so beautiful because all the things that every professional was saying before 2008 how you need to be living off debt yeah. and you need to make the debt work for you before yeah. everyone just got their worlds wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. No, but he's a guy that if he wasn't, if he were in WWE and they, they gave him, he's a guy that could survive a disaster gimmick. He could survive a gold yeah. dust or an mm-hmm. undertaker type gimmick. He could make it work. Maybe he's one of the few people in WWE history that might have suffered from not having a stupid enough a stupid enough gimmick that he could for him to play with and get over. Yeah. And then yeah. he would have got over and they'd be like, well, we didn't want him to get over, so we have to cut right. him. Right. Um 
Okay, so what else on the show? Um, Lance Archer, we talked about that. Oh, Eddie Kingston. Hook? Oh, oh let's go ahead and talk about Eddie. Well, which Eddie, one? Eddie Kingston, Daniel Garcia. Uh huh. Did it live up to your expectations? Was it as good as you'd hoped for? It was good, but we've seen it a few times. I, I feel like I'd already seen it before, and it never quite lived up to my expectations. And I can't say what those expectations were. Yeah. I always want, I think, for these two guys to wrestle again. I need it to be a pay per view because I need them to go for a while. Yeah, because yeah. I know they can. I know they can. Yeah. Um, I think it for just what felt, they did, they should have thrown out Angelo or yeah, wrong or match, Matt. wrong show. They should have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2.0 should have gotten involved. I think. Um, it was a good match. Could have think could, but I wanted a great match, and it could have been a great match. Just did not work out. We finally got to hear Hook's real voice mm-hmm. on Rampage. Um, he basically said, "You've been trying to got, get my attention. You've got you it. Got Something it. now you got it." And then I like that he then just left. Yeah, and they're like, "There goes that cold-hearted, handsome devil." <laughs> That's like, right. You yeah. mother. Oh my right, no. god. I did I, like uh, Dan, the. If I don't know if you noticed the amount of chips on the floor. <laughs> It's a large that, uh, number. Danhausen was just like, just yeah, tearing into them like a doll, tearing into them and throwing yeah. them on the ground like a like a um, heathen. That's right. I, you know, one thing I did like on, um, you know, the hook match on Dynamite wasn't anything different than it normally was, but uh, the two things Danhausen, the man was, was really facing a see. work horseman. That's right. Yeah, it could it could have been a much better match, but yeah, uh, they're still just keeping him. Squashing people, yeah. But then when Dan hasn't came out, I was really actually a little surprised at how excited people were when he jumped into the ring I, and actually took the microphone, which I think yeah. was probably the first time Dan Housen's ever had a microphone in front of that many people. I think I, I think you're right. Um, I was surprised because I don't think you people there are that many people out there that like Hook and Dan Housen more than me, mm-hmm. and I'm not hyped up about them working together in this right. way. And everyone else is, and I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised yeah. to see that everyone is because I want it to work. I really do. Yeah. I just have my doubts. I have my doubts too, and it'll probably be quick if it actually happens. But yeah, you know, I was pleased to see the people. There was a lady in the front row, uh, with a sign hanging over, um, that was like, uh, "I'm here to see Danhausen," and it had like a little spiral with a drawing that she made of Danhausen on it. Uh-huh. Her face when Danhausen came out from under the ring and she saw him, she lost her mind. Ring right? First. Yeah, she lost her mind. By the way, amazing. yeah, a very pro wrestling appropriate sign, I might say. <laughs> which was yeah. a nice, a nice thing to see. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, and no, I, I'm so happy Danhausen is over. I'm so happy people are picking up on Danhausen. Somehow, even my brother is in on Danhausen now. Yeah. Um. I'm and I'm, but I'm surprised because I, they could have been handling him much better. But mm-hmm. as we've seen in pro wrestling, just they're they're just because something could be better doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah. People are just loving Danhausen for Danhausen, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Because he's such an entertaining guy. Yeah, it is. Okay, we had Jamie Storm. Uh, I'm sorry, Jamie Hader, Tony Storm, another promo. They have not been clicking that well. No. I just want to see him in the ring. Like, I know whatever we get in the ring is going to be so much better yeah. than these promos. So much better. They got it. I don't know why they keep dragging it out. I mean, 
we know it's not going to happen until March, till May 11th at the yeah. earliest. So I'm not sure why they feel like they need to keep. Yeah, why do you keep revisiting interviews? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, what there a... was one line. There was one line uh, the, from that interview that that I took wrote down. Tony Storm says to Britt Baker, "Aside from winning the AEW title, what have you ever done?" <laughs> I remember that one. I, I, I laughed that. out but she loud. Was like, like other than reaching the pinnacle of our industry in other, this company, other what than have being you ever the... done? Other than being like the longest reigning women's champion in the history of this company, right. and also become like being a full time dentist at the same right. time, while what have own, you done? Yeah, while also running a business on your own, managing uh, American healthcare, yeah, uh, you know, ins and outs, and also putting up with with uh, Adam Cole and his potential to go on a pole, right? I mean, she's been dealing like she has taken on a lot of responsibility and thrived. Yep. Oh, no, that was better. that was really funny. Now, speaking speaking of people who have thrived, yeah, I love this Jade Cargill Marina Shafir match. It wasn't quite as good as I wanted it to be, but I wanted a way better match. I think than anybody should have expected. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I really liked it. Marina Shafir looked good. She kept kept putting Jade in real trouble. She kept capitalizing on Jade's arrogance and showed she has it in her to potentially challenge Jade, just not right now. Right now, Jade is a little too good. I like this story very much. It's a great introduction to Marina Shafir as being a serious contender. Um, Marina Shafir cannot cut a promo to save her ever-loving life. No. She needs somebody to do it for her because her look, like the the kind of gray, grayish mm-hmm. blue eyes, mm-hmm. the hair, it's so Soviet. She's mm-hmm. from Moldova. It's so Soviet. It's so menacing. I want mm-hmm. more. I want more of that in my women's division. She is a great pickup, and we still, I don't think, have seen uh, Marina Shafir is all elite, and I, I need that to happen soon. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we've seen it. I, it's ridiculous. I, uh, I was a little disappointed in the match, actually. Really, mostly yeah. because I think, um, first of all, I, I agree with everything about Marina. I think she's got huge potential. Yeah, I think she needs to think. I would put her with Serena Deeb as her as Serena's like shooter backup yeah. person. She'd let she'd speak for her. They already have mentioned that Serena Deeb helped train her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be cool. But the thing that I wanted to see was I went back and watched it again and like just took a bunch of notes while I was watching just to actually see like I will say I did, that is happening. that is one I did not rewatch. Like I'm still yeah. going on my crappy memory from Friday. Like there was definitely the storyline of every time Jade started uh, posing or showing off that, you know, uh, Marina would get the advantage on her. But there was never a single point other than like a leg lock that Marina actually had her in trouble. And most of the time, Jade was able to just get out of it. I wanted to see just a little more of Jade like. More struggle, more struggle getting out of the locks because like she was getting the locks on, but she was getting out of them a little too easy. I agree with that. I would have liked to have seen a little more panic and seen Jade kick it up a notch to show she has this other level. Right. By the way, I learned something from uh, the Fight Game Media Group. I learned that Brian Danielson has been almost exclusively training Jade Cargill. That's right. Yeah. And I did. I had no idea. I I don't know where people pick this up. But that explains yeah. a lot. She is. He's talked about in interviews that he's okay. working with her, and 
that I think knowing that is what made me set my expectations different because I thought, mm. oh, if 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 Danielson is the one who helps lay out this match, yeah, he'll get with Marina and have all these crazy submissions or something, you know, that gets Jade like off balance or confused or like you know, to something where you know, I just, I, I just feel like she looked a little too strong. I really wanted to see her have a real scare, and uh, I feel like she was like, okay, she's tough, she's hard. That was a tough victory. She had a great annoyed face at the at the end when she won the match. She was just like so over the match. I think James is muted. My God, there you yep. go. Look, <laughs> let's uh, the gods muted me because nothing yeah. I've got to say here is worthwhile for anybody to hear. I was just saying I think Mar- I, I agree with you a hundred percent, and I think that Marina should have had like an extra 15%, extra 20%, just a little more, a little bit, just a little more. Cause I liked what they were doing. Um, and it got over with me, but I would have liked a little more of it. Like you're talking about a couple of minutes right out the front of like, how like confusing her with, with some, yeah, you know, wrestling moves or things, you know, leg kicks were great. I love the leg kicks. That was good. Um, okay. I think it's time for should have been on dynamite. Kevin, what this week should have been on dynamite. Uh, the only thing I have was something I'm surprised that it wasn't or surprised that they haven't saved it. And it was mm-hmm. Chris Statlander returning in the ring with their new look. I was uh, so surprised she returned on, on dark and yeah. not also, I don't know if you noticed, they didn't say from the Andromeda galaxy, right? They dropped they, all that. They straight up said from, um, Long Island, New York. Yeah. And, that has been the only thing that I did not like about her, her gimmick was she was still the alien. Right. They took like the I love the color around the eye. Like I've mm-hmm. loved that since they've done it. Yeah. They made it darker. They made everything a little darker. Yeah. They the got same rid of the woman. Lens. Yeah. Probably boops are gone. Yep. And Andromeda Galaxy's gone. And she which, mauled this girl too. Oh my God, she killed her. She, she killed this and woman dead. The only. The only number one, they should have been dynamite because that felt like a big de- re-debut. Yeah, that should have been on the thing. But the other thing it was like, why not save that for like an Owen Hart qualifier? Yeah, you know where it's like she, you don't see her until you're like, oh crap, she's in the tournament. If now? she's not in the tournament, I'm going to be really disappointed because she is one of my f- absolute favorites, and I feel like she's somebody that maybe should have they started they should have started prepping her for the title picture about mm-hmm. four months ago. Yeah. She has been ready for the title picture for a little while now, yeah. in my opinion. Um, okay, my okay, my should have been on dynamite is actually a fairly large portion of um of AW Dark Elevation. I mean, no, it was dark. It was absolutely dark. First of all, so you get get on there and start with Team Taz versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. That's yeah. a really good match. That's it a is. match that legitimately probably should have been on dynamite then tony niece comes out and i swear comes millimeters from shoot crippling a guy named jd griffey very short match looks like he almost breaks this man's neck oh man then we've got marina shafir versus juliana lyon not leon i believe it's lyon and it is the match that should have been on dynamite the week before like the the previous week's match was not that great this was great yeah. This was exactly what they tried to do the week before. They knocked it out of the park. And then you've got Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado versus Swerve Scott, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. And the whole time, during all three or four of these matches, you've got Taz, 
dueling on the mic with Excalibur. Mm-hmm. It is a work of art. It's a thing of beauty. It is nonsense. Yeah. And it's the whole reason I really like when dark commentary is great. It's really great because they could never do this on TV. They could never yeah. do this on Dynamite. The special treat. I say go back, go to dark. Start with that. Start with the match between Team Taz and the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Just let her ride for a little while, and you are going to have a really, really good time. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish they would. Uh, that I wish they could because they did that because they were doing the Rampage and Battle of the Belts, right? Uh, so they were able to do more dark tapings. I wish yeah. they would just go ahead and split their tapings. I, look, I and just really, do this regularly. I really wish Ram, and I understand the cost cutting, sure. the cost saving, but. I want live rampage. I really yeah. would prefer live rampage. I hate, I literally have to go like a, after I watch AEW on Wednesday, I then cannot engage on Twitter at all, or I'm going to see spoilers. And I really don't want to see yeah. spoilers. And if it gives us extra, like extra matches like this, yeah, like we've been doing this segment because there used to be regular matches right. that were worth mentioning. And there have not been for a while. Yeah, and true. BTE has been off for a while. Although, Adam Adam Cole rewon the BTE title this week. Whatever, um, <laughs> they haven't been delivering on their extra programming like they used to, and it felt like this week like they they were finally starting to do so again. And I hope I hope with something we can keep going. Yeah. All right, now we've got coming. We have got nothing. Look, it's all killer, no filler this coming week, ladies and gentlemen. We got. Nothing but heavy, like almost exclusively heavy hitters coming up this week, starting with Serena D versus Hikaru Shida. I am crazy excited about this. I'm not worn out on them at all. Yeah. It's a street fight, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Philadelphia, Philadelphia street, street fight, fight which I, I, I have to assume this is going to involve like, um, like cream cheese or something. Maybe um, <laughs> ho- like hoagies. Yeah, could be like a, something like that or cheesesteaks. Cheese steaks, cheese yeah. Like they do try and make them fairly specific when they name them specific. Yeah. I'm really interested to see where this is going to go. Um, they have like a John on a pole. You know, the Philly, like the, yeah, everything is John. Yeah. yeah. A John okay. on a John. I'll yeah. let you, if you want to skip ahead, there's another one. I think we're both really excited about on this one. Which one's that? The. And- Dax versus Cash, the battle oh, yeah. of FTR. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Man, we get like those two matches are going to be potentially technical masterpieces, and they're on the same freaking card. That's so exciting. Like Lance Archer Wardlow is going to be fun. It's going to be a completely yep. different thing from those two. Mm-hmm. Sammy Scorpio Sky. So we're going to have a ladder match and a, a Philly Street fight on the same yep. card. We've got Young Bucks, Adam Cole, Red Dragon versus the the Varsity Blondes, Dante Martin, Brock um, Brock Anderson, and Lee Johnson. I'm excited to see Lee. We've seen almost exclusively Lee Moriarty lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to have Lee back. He's one of my favorites from that group. Yeah, he's great. Um, and then the House of Black are going to do something. They're going to kill the sun. Yeah. They're going to kill the damn sun. Um, I don't know who that is. No. I don't know the repercussions. I hope it involves Miro. Um, Maybe. But yeah, there's, it might there's, just be them standing in darkness talking again. For <laughs> there's really not a bad match right there. I don't think we have anything for Rampage. They I haven't said anything for Rampage. Rampage will get built off of this. Elevation next week. This is this is this is a special gift just to you. That's right. This this was 
They did this to F with me. I'm 100% convinced, and I think I know who within AEW listens to this show, if someone, in fact, does. They've given us Minoru Suzuki, the legend, one of my favorite wrestlers to watch. Yeah. This is QT Marshall. QT Marshall. He's going to be murdered. This man came from Japan on a plane, and they're making him wrestle QT Marshall. But QT, we're going to see him get punished. It's going to suck. See him get stretched. Yeah. Stretched like we've never seen Sky Blue get stretched. Yeah. Um, it is going to be and, and that I'm I'm kind of in, into. I'm into that. But I know I know in my heart QT Marshall is going to get like one or two spots where he's starting to get over <laughs> and that is going to kill my soul, man. Yeah. It's going to kill it. Yeah, he is. He is great at he's great at being a heel to me. Yep. He was the eternal heel for me, and that takes some talent. He yep. is clearly a good. He is clearly clearly a good wrestler. If I hate him as much as I do, yeah, and I do hate this man. All right, you want to take us through the the what's coming up with the Owen Hart Memorial? Yeah. Tournament? So I did a little math. Looks like we're gonna have. Um, Four episodes of the quarterfinals, probably two matches each, May 11th, 13th, 18th, and 20th. And then that would leave you with one week for the semifinals on the 25th and the 27th. The show is from Vegas with the yeah. with the finals that week. So that tournament's going to go pretty fast. Uh, so if you're, if you're going to be in Vegas for all the shows with, with the Fight Game Media crew, with the F4W crew, you're going to get to see the majority of this tournament live in person. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, then, uh, so let's see. They've got six people in the women's bracket right now. Tony Storm, Jimmy Hader, Red Velvet, Hikaru Shida, Ruby Soho, Britt Baker, and two open slots. Chris Statlander seems like she would fit. Uh-huh. Who else? Who is who is your other entrant here? Anna? I could see Anna J. I f- kind of feel like we should go bigger than Anna J. I feel like Serena D is going to be in the world title match, so I don't think it'll be her. And I and I don't think Ty Conti is going to go try and go in. No. She's going to be distracted by yeah. Paige Van Zant. It won't be Paige Van Zant. Um, the bunny has already lost, hasn't she? Yep, she has. In her attempt to get in, she lost where to Tony? Where's Penelope Ford been? Maybe Penelope Ford. Oh yeah. Haven't Let's seen see. Her in a while. Let's count heels faces here. F- faces. We've got Sheeta. We've got Ruby. That's it. It has to be well, faces. Tony. Tony Storm. Tony's a face. So we need at least one more face. Yeah. Which Chris Statlander. Probably one of each. Yeah. Statlander yeah. and. Ruby hmm. Red Velvet's had a hell of a heel turn and that she's just a baddie now. Yeah. Like that's the extent of her heel turn. She is a baddie um, hanging out with uh, the, other, the other baddies in the baddie section. <laughs> and that's and she's full heel now. Maybe they'll put Kara Hogan in there and uh, have Britt Baker have to go through two baddies. There you go. That's not a bad idea. Oh, yeah. Leading to the Britt Baker. Yeah. That's a match I did not think about. And it feels very much like a like a Ric Flair, Lex Luger type thing, which I'm into. Yeah, actually. I, like, I'm kind of into that. Uh, all right. So the guys, we've got some. We only have three in. Only so got far. three. Samoa well, Joe. Two yeah. and a maybe. Samoa Joe, right. Kyle O'Reilly, and a and member of FTR. Yeah. We've got I a lot no of slots left to be in there. Yeah, it could be anybody, anybody, yeah. except for Jungle Boy. It is not Jungle Boy. We've learned yeah. that. And then, all right, double or nothing card predictions. I think the first one. I mean, 
We've been talking about this for months. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we've thought's coming. Seems like they're setting it up. Not a match I had before I first heard the rumor I'd thought about, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. It could be a really good match. And I think Punk loses. I do not. I'm thinking Punk loses too. I think Punk loses. I think, again, I I do. I think he is, um, and maybe, maybe even doesn't quite turn heel yet. I think Adam Page, they want to have a very strong run before he loses to a returning Kenny Omega. That's, that's, and I think that's the only correct end to the story of Adam Page. I would not be shocked if uh, the match ended with Hangman winning, Punk shaking his hand. Yeah. And uh, Omega coming out. And And I would even say like Omega coming out and then shaking Hangman's hand as well like a face yeah. um, like a he returns as yeah. a face and and That'd then and then it doesn't happen for another couple of months like all out nothing ever happens in AW for months nothing yeah. ever happens yeah. not not a and again not a complaint but we've right. seen it time and time again um Owens women final Owens men final the, see that Who is knows. so up in the air because yeah. I don't know yet I'm what they Brit want the Owen Hart it, to mean know. right like I would love it if Britt lost in the finals in a big surprise, but I don't know who I would have her lose to. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I would really like to see Marina Shafir in the uh, in the Owen tournament. Mm. Maybe that's the last heel. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy Ty. Yes, yeah. Sammy Ty versus uh, whoever and Paige has to be on, has to yeah, be on the card. I think that's got to be on. Paige Van Zandt's going to be a really big draw for this pay per view. Yeah, um, in Vegas. It's perfect. You think Herbie it's perfect. in Vegas is a bigger. I, I think it, I think it's definitely bigger in Vegas because um, Vegas is so filled with MMA hardcores. Mm-hmm. Like she will sell more tickets than CM Punk will in Vegas, possibly. Do you think they'd put her in a um, like because uh, they've got two shows in Vegas before that? Maybe put her in like an exhibition match or show. You know, I would. would I would have her. I'd have her squash somebody. Somebody decent. Um, I don't know who though. I don't yeah. know who I'd do it against. Skyler. Thunder. Why not? Um, yes. You know what? I fully endorse that. I would like to see Sky Blue wrestle around with with um Paige Van Zant. A hundred percent, all in. Um, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb is a pretty good guess you've got here. Um, it feels like there's that's the that's the heel to go to. Like that's yeah. the next heel. Like who else is there? She's already been. Yeah through it, mo- most all of them and it adds up because serena's up at the top of the mm-hmm. rankings yep. and um uh Sheeta is already in the tournament yeah so Sheeta could lose on wednesday to serena and that would catapult serena up to you know be like okay now it's gonna go for the that's title but Sheeta's spots already protected so she could yeah. give up the loss that's a really good point um i'm really curious to see what Blackpool Combat Club and FTR are doing. Blackpool mm-hmm. Combat Club, to me, they're not heel or face. They're kind of anti-hero, like a mm-hmm. Stone Cold type of deal, yeah. where they can go against whoever, heel or face. I would really like to see that match, um, whether it's for a title or not. And I hope we get that. Um, but anybody they go up against is going to be really interesting. Yeah, I'm feeling them against the tag champs. I don't know. Whoever, whoever that maybe. is, yeah, right? I mean, maybe, maybe Jurassic, maybe Jurassic Express is gonna survive until then. Like, 
I haven't thought they were going to lose every time, but I do feel like it's got to come up pretty soon. And maybe yeah. that it's going to involve the turn of Christian and maybe the mm-hmm. loss uh, to Kylo Riley of Jungle Boy this week might be the beginning of the mm-hmm. friction there where they're just not winners. They're not winning like they should. And that's frustrating Christian because he's yeah. a winner. Yeah. Something like that. Who knows? I'm I'm really excited for this one, not just because I'm going to be there. Um, I'm excited for Double or Nothing to be back in Vegas, first of all. Um, it, de- it it definitely should never not be in Vegas. And, yeah, uh, it's, I love it's, that. It's been one of my favorite pay-per-views the last I'm excited. couple of years. We're going to sit together. We are going to sit together, ladies and gentlemen. I get to, like, one night only, I get to annoy the living shit out of Kevin E's wife. <laughs> and I look forward to it. Oh, please. Um, it's I, like I'm I'm hyped for this one, and uh, I think that's everything we've got for this week. Yeah, we've gone an hour and thirty five minutes. I've got some packing to do. Yeah, from Kevin Ely, from myself, James McDaniel, from everybody here at Fight Game Media. Check us out at FightGameMedia.com and have a great week, everybody. And we will see you again next Monday.